since the dawn of time, many of the world's best thinkers have tried to understand Wikipedia. Leonardo da Vinci, Socrates, Einstein. But all have failed until now. Two great warriors have stepped forward. I am Ben Graw the Mighty. And I am Garth Remington the Kingslayer. They aren't thinkers, they're doers. And they're going to review every single page on Wikipedia. That task is impossible. And remember, if you listen to this podcast, then hot girls will want to hook up with you. We totally will. This is the Wiki Review. Tell you what, next time, let's do this at your place. <laughs> we salute you, Hitler. Mm. Sorry, Satan. See, I thought it was small, but that's comically small. Hello and welcome to Wiki Review. I'm Ben Graw. I'm Gareth Remington. And if we weren't going to hell before, we definitely are after doing this episode because this episode we are doing the Wikipedia page for creationism. Oh, science! Religious science. When the two come together and form neither. It's great. (laughs) Now, we want to be clear. We're doing the page for creationism. This is not religious in any way. This is an actual science. It exists. It is taught in certain specific schools. The science of how the world works. And to prove that it's not religious, the very first picture you see is that uh, Sistine Chapel, God and Adam touching fingers like E.T. Because that's as sciencey as you can get. It is. Like Michelangelo was a scientist. Yeah, he was. So was Leonardo, Donatello, Raphael. Donatello was, Donatello was the scientist. Raphael yeah. was the brooding one with size. Yeah, Michelangelo was the party dude then. There we go. Yeah, there should be pizza stains up there. And yeah, Leonardo, he was the leader and invented helicopters and stuff. I think that's right. Yeah, and he believed humans had like four legs and four arms or something, if I'm to take his picture literally. He was trying to breed some sort of superhuman. I think he was trying to create the first ever computer code. Somehow it leads back to Jesus. And that's how life started. The end. <laughs> <laughs> hey, a lot quicker than six days. <laughs> We're on this. All right, so this is creationism. There are a whole different bunch of kinds, but the main one that we all know about is the Christian creationism. Now, I am going to skip down the page because the first thing I want to point out, because you hear creationism and you think, that's stupid, right? Well, should we describe what creationism is? Yeah, that's probably a good idea. For those of you who don't know, if you've been living under a rock or possibly in not a church. Well, it hasn't been for that long because the earth was made 6,000 years ago with two people, Adam and Eve. Well, technically that was uh, 5,000, whatever, 6,000 minus six days is. Because it's made over a six day period. On the seventh day, he rested. Because, yeah, he earned a break. He being God, I guess. Because God is a he. It's very clear about that. (laughs) God has a wang. Otherwise, nothing makes any sense. And he made Adam, who got kind of lonely. And so God took a rib and made him a woman and Adam went fair trade. And what do you do when you see something made out of your own rib? You have sex with it. That's what I would do. Yeah, ribbed for your pleasure, right? (laughs) (laughs) 
Then a snake tricked them into eating an apple. Which snakes will do that. And then it made them put clothes on. If you've ever eaten an apple, I kind of get the runny shits. I wouldn't want another layer of cloth between me and the bowl. <laughs> That's a good time to take your pants off, in my opinion. I mean, if he was eating, I don't know, protein or like, yeah, if he had a big steak, I mean, you know, undo the belt, but you need pants after that. You need to cover your shame. You eat an apple, you're all healthy. People who eat healthy tend to wear very few clothes, I find. Yeah, that's true. They're all wearing that Lorna Jane. The yoga thing. Yeah. Spandex. But that wasn't invented then. Although maybe it was. Maybe that was on the fourth day. No, they're doing the fig leaf thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had the leaf. Not very common anymore. No one ever asks, like, how do you make it stay there? But that apple they eat, God really does not like that they eat that apple. And he gets pissed at them and he gets pissed at the snake, which isn't the devil. It's it's just a snake, according to the Bible. And he says to the snake that you shouldn't have any legs or arms anymore. You'll just crawl around on your belly for the rest of time. Which, hold that thought. That means that snakes had arms and legs. Well, that's a weird thing, because if you've ever seen a picture of the Garden of Eden, all the times before the snake doesn't have arms and legs. So it's probably like looking down at it going like, I already do this. The punishment for making humans aware was you have to slither on your belly for all of existence. But he was already doing that. He's just like, God's stupid. Why yeah. do you eat a bloody apple? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, God naked? There's a good question to ask a Christian. If God's everywhere and everything, what size shirt does he wear? Is that like a extra, extra, extra large? He's always wearing clothes. He is. It's usually some sort of tunic. What is he covering up? Because does he have a penis? Well, he's a guy. According to every Bible basher <coughs> everywhere, God's a man. It's very important we remember that God's a man. The fact that there's only one of him and he can't breed and he exists forever doesn't seem to come into the play. No, no, it says right here. He, see, mm-hmm. God's a man. But who's he going to have sex with? I mean, we've discussed this in earlier episodes where he does like the Zeus thing and you comes down to earth and he gets Mary pregnant, right? So clearly a guy. Although God is magic. He just points his finger. Yabba da zabba bibbity bop. Now you're pregnant. Because his finger would probably be like a penis, I reckon. I That's know. less fun. I know, right? Does he enjoy that? I don't imagine he gets a lot of pleasure. If you've ever read his book, he's kind of on the wrath side of things. Don't no, have to listen to that sound effect back in the playback because that also could be the sound that Bill Cosby makes after he drugs somebody. <laughs> 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 That's so true. <laughs> Bibbidi ba, babbidi boo. Here's a drink for you. Ba, ba, ba. <laughs> Well, that's the interesting fact about religion. People think that the most common belief throughout all religions is that there is a God. But that's not the most common belief. The most common belief is that men are superior to women. Yes. Check every religion. It's in there. The fact that all religions were written and created by men, total coincidence. Nothing to do with it at all. Don't blame the messenger, right? (laughs) According to this book, you should completely cover your body and be ashamed of yourself. I'm going to go get more of you. Now don't complain or I'll throw rocks at you. (laughs) God's gift. God gave us those rocks to cast of judgment. And what were we up to in the creationism story? I think we should pause for a moment and let's put our cards on the table. Ben, you have said before you're an atheist. Have I? You have. (laughs) We'll play the (laughs) soapbox Wait, do you want to change your opinion right now? Well, I was raised Catholic. Go on. That's a perfect start to any atheist story. (laughs) Well, I was raised Catholic, so very quickly I realized that there is no God in the cycle of shame really needs to be ended. I thought you said we weren't going to make this about religion. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone has a belief or whatever. My card's on the table. I think that everyone's stupid. (laughs) Anyone who actually believes in anything is wrong, essentially. So is that atheist? No. Atheists are stupid. My belief is that we don't know. We can't know. So you're agnostic? No. That is agnostic. No, agnostic is when you believe in a higher power, but you don't have a specific. There might be. There might not be. Anything's possible. Everything is equally possible. The Christian creationism idea just as valid as the Viking Valhalla. Just
just as valid as the Greeks, just as valid as nothing happens. I do lean more towards the science and the atheism, but I don't like when they pick on Christians because it's the exact same thing coming back at them because, you know, there are Christians who go, this is what's right, and if you don't believe that, we'll hate you forever. But the atheists go, how could you believe the earth was created in six days What God just clicked his fingers and then everything existed? Yeah, well, what do you believe, Mr. Atheist? Well, there was the Big Bang, right? See, first there was nothing, <laughs> and then out of nowhere came everything. But you can be an atheist and not believe in science. That is true. Because if you have to answer as a yes or no question, do you believe in God? Ah, well, see, this is the... This is the <laughs> I see, that's a good angle. Do, I don't believe there is a God. I don't believe there is not a God. So if you don't believe in God, then oh, you're an atheist. Oh, maybe. So that's agnostic. If you think there might be a God, it's agnostic. If you don't believe in God, it's no. atheist. If you believe in God, it's religious. <laughs> They're your three options. You can't invent a third one. I just did. Atheists <laughs> say there is no God. Agnostics say there is a God, but the religions, I don't know which religion's right, but there definitely is a higher power. Religious people believe their religion. I think everyone's probably wrong. Someone's gotta be right. We don't know. I don't know. And anyone who says they do know clearly is an idiot. See, I believe the same thing and that's why I would say I'm an atheist. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, I think I converted you. Want to join my church? <laughs> So under religious belief for you, I'll just put frustrating. Yes! <laughs> I'm on the Jehovah's Witnesses do not knock list. Yeah, don't come run that anymore. What is he like violent? Does he have a problem? No, no, he just asks us really inane questions that become very frustrating over time. He wore us down. Should have seen the red flag when we knocked at the door and his face just lit up. <laughs> I did actually have that moment with, uh, I think it was a Jehovah's Witness. I do refer to her as my Jehovah's Witness wife because <laughs> there's this lady, her name was Felicity and she knocked on my door and I was home stuffing around and I was kind of drunk, which I don't have to explain that in the story. <laughs> so she knocks on the door. I'm like, hey, what's happening? She's like, hi, I'd like to talk to you about Jesus or whatever they say. They're like, do you know why we come around door to door? I'm like, yes, I do. Because when God comes down and gives us the rapture, anyone who's heard of him and doesn't embrace him in their heart Heart goes to hell. That's what you're doing. You're trying to spread the word of God, right? Actually, that is exactly what we're doing, yeah. So what happens if people haven't heard of God, right? What happens then? She explained to me, because she had her friend who had to look it up in the book, which I'm pretty proud of that, when a Jehovah's Witness turns to their friend and like, can you do some research for me for this answer? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I'll wait, I'll wait, I'm happy. <laughs> and to be alive is to know that Jesus existed, is what she told me. When I said, well, people haven't heard of Jesus, right? What's going to happen to them? They get off scot-free. She's like, no, everyone's got TV. I mean, but what about like tribes in the Amazon? I was having a great time with this woman. <laughs> what about tribes in the Amazon? Never seen a white person, never had a TV. They just live in their little tribe. And she explained that to have a human form means to know that God and Jesus existed, which makes no sense. <laughs> but I, so basically screw them. They go to hell. Exactly. Everyone knows. And then I said, well, then why are you door knocking? <laughs> but then she came back like a week later. I answered the door. I wasn't drunk this time. That's why I call her my Jehovah's Witness wife. Because I think we're dating. <laughs> she came back. It's like we had a little discussion about Jesus and like, yeah, that's a good first date. But the second time when you're not drunk, it's not as fun. And as the conversation went on, I think she really thought she could convert me. And I'm like, can we just end this now? I want to go back to where I just tell you I'm not interested. Look, I'll say I believe anything if you just walk out this door right now. Just leave me alone. Look, yeah, I still got my copy of The Watchtower. <laughs> Gotta read it totally. And I totally will read it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not just <clears throat> sitting on my TV. Tell you what, next time, let's do this at your place. <laughs> <laughs>
In Kangaroo Point, they have the Mormon Temple. It's got the big golden thing. I live just across the road from it, and a Jehovah's Witness knocked on my door. I was like, do you know whose turf you're on? <laughs> like, this isn't about me. This is going to cause, like, some sort of holy gang war. It's going to be Bibles thrown everywhere. It's going to be horrible. Adam and Eve kicked out of the Garden of Eden. They had two sons, Cain and Abel. They somehow repopulated the earth. Which is weird, because Cain wasn't Abel. Oh, wait, I forgot. Cain killed Abel, so there was only one of them. And he jerked off onto some rocks, which made all of humanity. No, 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 no. That can't be the rock, because that implies evolution. Hang on, we can do this. We can that's do what this. they mean when it came from the ocean. He just jerked off into the ocean, and then that's how it started. It was a sea of cum. <laughs> that's pretty much creationism. This page, there's quite a lot of it. There's so many different kinds of creationism, because you go back, what, a couple of hundred years, creationism was fact. God created the earth in six days, and who the fuck are you to say any different? We'll burn you if you say any different. We'll make Galileo repent on his deathbed, because we fear-mongered him. Didn't he get executed? I don't think he was killed in a bed. I thought he did repent at last, but maybe he was tortured into repenting. Yeah, they did that a lot back then. Galileo! 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 Repent! How did Galileo die? He died of fever and heart palpitations. Oh, there you go. He died in a bed. Good on him. Yeah, but on the bed he did repent and say, okay, I'm about to die. Yeah, the church is right. I want to go to heaven. <laughs> what a wuss. <laughs> I figure, hey, you got nothing to lose, right? Hedge your bets. <laughs> I mean, if he's right, no big deal in repenting, right? But if they're right and he doesn't, that's a problem. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you're on your deathbed and you've renounced God your entire life, go the other way on it. Call out to Satan. That's probably where you're going. <laughs> May as well make good. You don't want to end up in hell and he's like, so you worst out in the end, huh? Got a problem with me, do you? Trying to avoid me. But if you go, you know, the earth is round and fuck it, man. I'm riding the lake of fire. <laughs> and you rock up saying it's like Galileo. Oh, my man! Come sit next to me. You're gonna meet this guy in a couple of years, Hitler? Gonna love him. <laughs> you get along just fine. You'll love his mustache. <laughs> it's quite quirky. It's a quirky guy. Satan gets a bad rap. Go on, Ben. Satan gets a bad rap, but how bad can the guy be who's currently shoving a pineapple up Hitler's ass? It's like, what do you do? I work at the RSPCA and I have to put the dogs down. That's a job that needs to be done. But everyone will look down at that person. Oh, I'm a garbage collector. I drive the truck. I pick up your garbage. Ew, that's gross. Imagine not having that guy for two weeks. That's a horrible thing. We salute you, Hitler. <laughs> Sorry, Satan. <laughs> Let's try that again. We salute you, Satan. I'm going to double down on my... <laughs> I'm going to keep that whole thing in. I like that. I know. <laughs> Saluting Hitler. <laughs> we'll salute all of them. Not only will it stay in, it's a pull quote. Let the record show I didn't do a Zig Heil. <laughs> I did do a proper Australian Army salute, <laughs> as was taught by me. Okay, so yeah, there's all different kinds of creationism, because back then, there was only creationism. Then as science trickled in slowly but surely, creationists had to keep changing their story to fit the bill. But even today, there are some diehards. Let's go down the list a little bit. Oh. Yeah, you've been wanting to see this. <laughs> Before I get into this, because we want to talk about, like, you think... Who believes this crap anyway? So right what statistics here. have you got for us here? In Australia, 2009, a quarter of Australians believe the biblical account of human origins. As in, what the Bible says word for word is true. One in four people in this country believe that. So one in four of the people listening to us <coughs> think we're an idiot right now. <laughs> and that's just rest in the glory that we are wrong. Laugh at the sinners, that's okay. But 75% of people agree with us. Not necessarily. 42% believe in a wholly scientific explanation 
explanation for the origins of life, which means that they completely believe the science thing, and 32% believe in evolution guided by God. That's the dumbest one of all. I don't like it when people hedge the bets like <coughs> that. Double down, pick a side, don't be a fence sitter. I can see how evolution works, but mm. I'm pretty sure God did that, right? I just don't want to go to hell. You can't just say everything that happened, God did it. <laughs> works for a quarter of the people. Cause it's like, oh, it's a one in a trillion chance that this could just happen by accident. It's like, how many planets are there? There's infinite. This has to have happened several times, even if it's a one in a trillion chance. Mm. Over billions of years in infinity, absolutely it's happened. At least once, if not several times. Civilizations have come and gone and will continue to come and gone. And we will not even know about them because they're so far away. Who's this Nielsen douchebag? The Nelson pop. Nelson ratings? I thought that was a TV thing. I thought it was too, but apparently it's more than that. They do measurements. And they yeah. found out that everyone was religious. I wonder if it depends on how you phrase the question. Because if I ask people, do you believe that the Bible account of how the earth came to be was absolute fact? You get one in four people saying, yes, I believe that. But if I said, do you believe dinosaurs existed? <laughs> That's a different question. It's a different question, but it's the same question because dinosaurs aren't in the Bible. They are kind of inherent to that whole evolution concept. I do want to point this out. Over the entire world, because there's different levels of people who believe and don't believe, there is no significant correlation between believing in evolution and understanding evolutionary science. <laughs> so people who believe in evolution and people who understand science and how evolution works, nothing to do with each other. I do like that in the gun argument of like, there is no proof that there is no difference between having a gun and shooting someone mm. and not having a gun and not shooting someone. Mm. There is no correlation between those two facts. Same thing here. Just because I understand how it works doesn't mean I believe in it. And just because I don't understand in it doesn't mean I don't believe in it. <laughs> well, I think that's mostly the point is most people believe in the story they like best. If you think that evolution sounds like it's best and you like the whole sciencey angle, then you're going to believe in that. If you like God, then you're going to believe in creationism. Very little at the time do either side look into what the hell they're talking about at all. That's why I'm a Batmanist. Because <laughs> that's a pretty good story. It's not the Jesus we want, it's the Jesus we need. Because I believe in evolution, but I could probably talk very little about how it actually works. But this is exactly like you said before. I say, do you believe in evolution? Yes. Follow up question. Explain it. <laughs> well, there was like a monkey who had sex with a fish or something. See, I think I could give a vague survival of the fittest argument and stuff yeah. like that. Like, I could throw together a few things, but I could never give a lecture on it. I understand it at a certain very minimal level. In other words, to get that tick on understanding it, how long do you have to be able to talk about it? I have the level of understanding you could get from watching about a dozen documentaries on the subject. <laughs> That's where I'm at. In fact, this just shows the correlation between people's faith in experts. <laughs> well, a scientist guy who spent his life working on this has figured this out. I'm sure he knows what he's talking about, right? <laughs> he figured out cars. I use that. Yeah, but it's like science is paying off. We get TVs and cars and shit like that. And that's all science. Church just takes away your Sunday and like gives you rules. Science gives you boundaries. Same thing, really. <laughs> I'm just saying if God had invented television. <laughs> but if God invented television, well, I mean, have you ever watched an evangelist or Christian TV? It sucks. <laughs> Their cartoons are so lame. <clears throat> it's just some giant dog talking to a claymation kid. It's boring. If TV was invented by God, it probably wouldn't be the invention we know it and love it to be. It wouldn't be good. You wouldn't be sitting here and go, well, if science never invented TV, you'd be like, if science invented TV, it might actually be better. <laughs> so when they say God gave evolution a helping hand, do they mean like he watered it or something? <laughs> well, there's a couple of different ways because in Catholicism, they talk 
about the divine plan, which the idea that it fits in perfectly with the Big Bang Theory in that in the beginning, God had a plan and no one was to fuck this up. He had a perfect plan. Everything that does happen and will happen, it's all part of his plan. He planned it, which is a great way to go about life. Everything that happened, yeah, I meant for that to happen. Just say it in the after effect. Perfect alibi. Oh, <laughs> you actually stuttered on that word. Meant to happen. Total part of the plan. I would love to be there when you get to the end of his plan and it completely pays off and you get to see what the plan does and it all makes sense. And I can look at it and go, I understand now why all those children got raped. <laughs> it couldn't oh. have happened without it. And bone cancer? Necessary. Hitler? Again? Oh my God, that makes perfect. And if you didn't have those elements, this wouldn't make any sense. It just wouldn't have worked. Good work, God. <laughs> he was in the long game. You've thought this through. I guess you are omnipotent. But it'd be nice to understand that. <laughs> it would be nice. All right, so this tells us the... Oh my God, do they break down creationism into... Yeah, all the different categories and what people believe. So to start with, we've got the young earth creationism. These are the people who do believe, even today, the earth was created 10,000 years ago. Yeah, Ken Ham, he made the... We talked about it, that shitty theme park. Yes! Creationism. Holy Land. Holy Land. How could you not guess that? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even remember that. Just If I was going to have a Jesus park, what would you call it? <laughs> Holy Land, of course. He also <laughs> debated Bill Nye the Science Guy. Oh, wow. I'm guessing he lost. Uh, it was one of those debates where whoever you thought won, won. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> we all know everyone who is listening to this debate has already made up their mind. It's the same as John Edwards, the guy who does the medium, talks to the dead people, because you know he's full of shit. If you go to watch the readings live, you walk away going, what an idiot. That was just the worst thing ever. He's not even good at it. If you believe in him, you walk away going, I can't believe he has such a gift. <laughs> and he really talked to dead people. So it's all about how you view it. So these people, Ken Ham, Doug Phillips, are two people who are strongly in it. 10,000 years ago, the earth was created. I think it was 10,000. Yeah, they say 10,000. I thought it was six. Sorry, within the last 10,000, because there's a bit okay. of some, I hear 5,000, I hear 7,000. And this is all based on, if you look at Genesis in the Bible, and even this is like lovely to hear. Okay, so God made the earth, so six days, right? Mm. Count six days, put, mark that off your calendar. And then there was this guy who lived for like 500 years. Then there was a guy who lived for like 700 years. There was a guy who lived for like 900 years. We'll just brush over the fact that they lived like that long. And then this guy happened and this guy, this guy, this guy, Jesus. Okay, so that's 7,000 years. So wait, if you did the math right where you're like, screw you, those ages didn't happen. Those people lived to like 30. We'll go 40 max and redid all their math. Probably like down to 5,000. That's probably that's the difference like... between 5,000 and 10,000. <laughs> that's what they probably argue. Like they probably get together and have a very respectful religious argument of, no, no, it says in the Bible 800 years he lived. Well, come on, that's clearly figurative. It could be like a family name that got passed along. It could have been misinterpreted. No, and you're going to hell. I'm sorry that I'm open-minded that the earth is only 5,000 years old. I'm just being more scientific about it. I'm a realist. Hey, if there's anything people were famous for back in the olden days, it's living to ripe old ages. <laughs> <laughs> We've gotten worse at it as time's gone along. I blame it on the Snickers buttons. <clears throat> Probably don't help. So uh, that's young Earth. Then you got old Earth. These people believe the Earth has been around as long as whatever scientists say. Yeah, go nuts. But people were created in the last couple of thousand years. God put people on an existing Earth. <laughs> he just like found a planet and just went, let's get rid of these dinosaur oh, things. <laughs> and, and now my shit. Sweep away that. Hey, Buddha, are you done with this <laughs> rock? Oh, yeah, my. Yeah, yeah, shut up. We don't care. All right. 
so I've done away with your little triceratops, and there's a guy. <laughs> look, he looks just like me. You know, Buddha does look like a triceratops. <laughs> I'm going to make another one, but I'm going to put boobs on it. <laughs> Squishy. <laughs> Okay, then there's gap creationism. Now we're getting out there. And they hold that life was recently created on a pre-existing old Earth. Oh, wow, I haven't heard that. That's crazy. This version of creationism relies on a particular interpretation of Genesis. I love it when anything relies on a particular translation of an old text. Because the Bible, we've read it in English. That's been translated from Latin that went through blah, 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 sea scrolls. It's not anything like what it started out as. What? if the Bible had literally happened word for word and it was completely true? It just wasn't this planet. <laughs> it all happened. <laughs> like God fucked around with another planet. Like he saw what was going on on this one and he's like, that looks cool. I'm going to make one of my own. But this one happened by accident. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why we're next bit uh, The day age creationism These are the people who believe the six days Word of the bible This is where it gets fun Because people go Okay so you believe the world was created in six days They say well no 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 Days weren't like ordinary 24 hour days They were like longer Now one might say If the earth didn't exist And a day is based on the spinning of a planet How was there a day? <laughs> how do you count time without existence? But let's gloss over that There's a big argument saying that Because they go you know 5,000 years or whatever and scientists go well we have fossils of dinosaurs look at the rings on this tree look at the rocks we can age the rocks for millions of years <laughs> you scientists you just don't understand how things work when God made Adam he didn't make him a baby he made him a fully grown man he made trees for him and stuff that already had fruit on them everything that's why uh, Adam has a belly button he didn't come out of a person he was just <laughs> created as a whole person thus everything was created older so you can age it to be millions of years old that's because God made it millions of years <laughs> Is old. How do you argue that? Someone's done it. I believe the term is five-minuteism. The whole world was created five minutes ago. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's just that all your memories you have were just implanted in you. Yeah, I've heard that one. It's just as feasible. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I hope the world wasn't invented five minutes ago because we've been recording for longer than that. I know, right? Why would God start us here? <laughs> Imagine that being created halfway through a podcast. I do find comfort in the idea that God's cable okay, put some Asians here, mm -hmm. some giraffes here, put an ocean here. There's a moon and we'll have two guys in a, in a room talking about me doing this and go. <laughs> <laughs> Those guys are so wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. It's a great Bill Hicks quote when people say, God put the those bones and fossils there to test our faith. Dude, I think God put you here to test my faith. <laughs> and goes into, doesn't that scare the shit out of you? The idea that God is trying to fuck with us? <laughs> oh, I'm a prankster God. <laughs> you know, you get to heaven. Oh, did you believe in dinosaurs? Yeah, there were fossils everywhere. <laughs> Trap door opens straight to hell. It seems so plausible. <laughs> Burying them in the dirt. We'll see who believes in me now. <laughs> what? Yeah, why not? I'd do that if I were God. I mean, it's going to be lonely being God. You're the only person of your type. You're everywhere. You know everything. No one to relate to you. Why not fuck with people, right? He must have a very complicated <laughs> sense of humor. What if when you died, your soul was selected to become a god? Ooh. And you were just given, like, an empty solar system? And just so there's basically a sun there. And that's it. And you could make planets and shit like that. Everything around it. Make your life. Do whatever. It's like playing SimCity. Yeah. <laughs> that seems more plausible than most religions straight <laughs> off the bat. 
it does explain a lot. Why is everything crap? Well, someone just said, hey, you want to have a try? I reckon I'd tell people I exist. That's, that's the, the first thing I'd do. Well, yeah, that seems to be what most religions do. I just feel like, yeah, worship me. And then watch it turn to shit. <clears throat> then you'll have to send your son down to correct everyone. <clears throat> They'll kill him. And then he'll be back at home like, dad, you knew this was going to happen. Why didn't <clears throat> you tell me? And I'd try and give everybody what they wanted. If it didn't work out, then I'd just fix it. I'm God. I can do anything. I was going to say, you give everyone what they want, but what about the douchebags? Well, just don't make douchebags. That's it. God must love douchebags. He's made so many of them. I'm not going to make that free will mistake our God made. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Haven't you seen China? They work so well in cohesion. <laughs> it's going to be like one big communist solar system. It'll be a bunch of people, but I'm only going to make one consciousness that they all share. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Does that make way more sense than like all of us having free will? And I'll probably be good friends with that person. Because <laughs> they're all him. That person could slightly relate to a God better. Then we hit young earth, old earth, gap, day age. Progressive creationism. This is where we're getting into that world of, okay, so science has proven beyond a shadow of a doubt that this is correct. Okay, we're willing to let that slide. But where did it start? Oh, the Big Bang. What happened before that? We're not quite sure yet. Yeah, because God did it. I love that. That's the whole God at the gaps. Everything that science knows is real. Everything else, God. That's the end of it. Yeah, but what happened before God? There was always God. Just always God. Fair enough. And before that, cheese. How did cheese make God? I don't know. There was just cheese and then there was God. Totally unrelated. Wasn't Cthulhu there? <laughs> I'm a little rusty on it, but I'm pretty sure yes. Okay, uh, so next we're up to creation science. This is where we've got to be very clear on this. Creation science is not religious. They were very clear on this because they wanted to stop teaching evolution in schools and they wanted to start teaching creationism. But the governments of America ruled that creationism is actually a religion. So they said, forget the whole religious part. We're just talking about the science of it. So get rid of evolution and teach this. Praise Jesus. I mean, creationism. I reckon they just teach creationism. School's too hard anyway. Yeah, we'd do a lot better in science if it was creationism. <laughs> I know, right? It'd be easy. Just God. Yeah. Pseudoscience is a type of science. It says science right in it, right? <laughs> do you reckon that pisses people off? This is the page for creationism. There are people who are professors in creation science. And right here on the Wikipedia page, it says scientific creationism is a pseudoscience. You think they go on, check <clears> out what's being said about creationism and change that, fix that. Well, that's the thing. Let's say that creationism is true. Every word of it is completely accurate. Boom. Still doesn't change that it sounds batshit crazy. <laughs> it does. If I won four different lottery draws and won the jackpot, and when you came over here, I said, guess what? I hit the jackpot on four different lotteries just in the last two nights. The first thing you say is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> you kind of want me to prove it because it sounds like an insanely implausible claim. There is no way that that could statistically happen. Justify yourself. What is this system? What did you do? Oh, I just prayed. <laughs> <laughs> hey, whatever I did, you'd be going home and doing that too and buying Ex lottery tickets. And that's how religion started. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, it sounds crazy. And I think that even if it's true, it still sounds crazy. To me, all religion does sound crazy. And science hasn't explained everything because it's impossible to explain everything. And religion just kind of star wipes over that. And God did it. The end. All right, we can all go to bed knowing we're right. What about the Genesis flood narrative? Otherwise known as Noah's Ark. Let's have a peek. Because it does come up in a lot of different stories. Like Islam, Yazindi. It has whatever that is. 
Christianity. Yeah, it, it's been shown and proven that there was, at some point in the past, a flood. I know it sounds crazy, but there was a flood. Like a global flood? No, just a flood where these people were living. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they thought the earth was flat, and they thought that the Gaza Strip mm-hmm. was everything. So, you know, grain of salt, right? <laughs> but that's where yeah, Noah's Ark came from. Okay, let's tear that story apart. So he took two of every animal. Why did he take the mosquito? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there were cool animals that didn't make it. How did they all sit on the boat together and not kill each other? How did he take two of every animal and the carnivores not eat the other animals or starve to death from not eating the other animals? And also I wonder with the idea when you have a global flood, that affects the pH level of the all oceans yes. and all water. Like yeah. fresh water becomes too salty, salty water becomes too fresh. So you got to protect the whales, right? So you need to build massive tank on there to fit two whales and all the other saltwater creatures on your boat. <laughs> all the fish, all the squids, all that stuff at the bottom of the deepest sea, he got them all. And all those animals that if you were to take them up from the deepest oceans, they would implode from the mm. pressure change. So not only did he make a giant fish tank for the whale, he had to make this compression chamber <laughs> and put little like scary looking fish in them and leave them in there till it was safe to return again. <laughs> and what about the plants? <clears throat> they would have had to do the plants. No mention of plants. Did not mention the plants. <laughs> and don't they give a size of his boat? I think they do, yeah, like nine lengths by cubits or something. Yeah, you won't be able to fit everything on. Go up to the Google search. Ah, here we go. Okay, it was 300 cubits in length, 50 cubits in width, and 30 cubits. Now, for those of you who don't know what a cubit is, it's from your elbow to your outstretched middle finger. They give conversions there. <laughs> they do. You don't have to explain that. You can give it in meters. It was 137 meters by 22.9 meters by 13 point seven meters. Fuck off you could fit every animal in that. You could barely fit any animals in that. <laughs> That's small. Oh, and to make matters worse, if you actually read the Bible, he doesn't just take two of every animal. He takes two of all the animals, but the ones we eat, uh, he takes like six. No, that's not working. That boat's way too small. Really? Yeah, you can't even fit the pigs in that. 22.9 meters, like across? Like Yeah, no, this doesn't work. I would be uncomfortable with like you and me on this boat. I'm not living on that. <laughs> oil tankers are bigger and you couldn't fit all the animals on an oil tanker. Like a container ship. Like this is like only a couple of containers sized. <laughs> See, I thought it was small, but that's comically small. Oh, yeah, but you got to remember <clears throat> animals and people were smaller back then. At least people were. I assume the animals would be relatively sized. I know it'd be 3.7 meters wide because it'd be 22 meters tall, right? Or would it be 13 it's, meters tall? Okay, from front to back, 137 meters. Side to side, about 23. And up and down, nearly 14 meters. So 22 across. I'm going to do a calculation here because I want to see what the floor space is on Noah's Ark. Yeah, we're really tearing this one apart <laughs> with math and everything. Yeah, 130. 37 times 22.9. Okay, so the thing was 3,137.3 square meters. Floor space in Noah's Ark. We'll be generous. We'll say that he had at least two... Well, because if you got 13... We're doing the real maths here. I'm going to give him three levels that he could have up and down for the animals. So times that by three... You reckon three levels with 13 meters? God, this boat's getting more and more cramped. This would be like a really shitty trip. How long was it for? Is the real question. How long do they all have to stay on there? Okay, so you're up to 9,411.9 square meters. 
meters, you reckon he could store animals in? Hell no! That's not happening! Square meters would an animal take up? It depends on the animal, really. It's flawed from the beginning because he didn't have access to every animal. Are you telling me there was an echidna on it? They didn't know what an echidna was. Yeah, God brought it there. Well, why couldn't God just protect the animals? Why did Noah have to do it? Anything you don't know is God magic. God did it. Why didn't God just do the whole damn thing? He likes boats. <laughs> <laughs> he had this really cool new boat design and he wanted to try it out. Yeah, there was no seas big enough for him just yet. I'll bring the sea to him. It'll be all right. Okay, so going back to creation science, this was the beginning of Christians trying to get their science taught in schools. That was ruled out. They said, no, that's a religion, not a science. Can't teach it. So then they got tricky, right? And they came up with neo-creationism. Sounds Hitlery. It does sound... <laughs> It sounds like God made white people. In the beginning, there was nothing. Then God created a white man, then a white woman, and eventually black people to do the things they were too lazy to do. When God was trying to make man, he put him in the oven and some he left in the oven for too long. Ooh, crispy. <laughs> Someone's got to pick that fruit. So yeah, neo-creationism. I don't even need to know what it is. I just like to say that when people go, so what religion are you? I'm a neo-creationist. What? And what it is essentially from reading this is when they couldn't have creation science in science classes, they reinvented it and said, no, 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 no. This isn't about religion at all. We're going to try and make creationism without the religion. We're going to try and prove the Bible without ever referring to the Bible. So it's kind of like playing charades. <laughs> you know, you can do anything you just can't say the word. <laughs> <laughs> just don't say the word God and we're fine. We're cool. As long as we don't say God, it's a science. That's right. So they all had to really think it down. However, Supreme Court of America went, yeah, no, you're exactly the same thing. You put Neo in front of it and you expect it to be different. No, Neo doesn't mean that you're a completely different thing. It means you're hanging out with Morpheus. <laughs> so that didn't work. And that even tried to include Darwinism. They tried to include the Big Bang. We'll throw the scientists a bone, make them shut up and be happy. But it all sort of point to the fact that God did it all. Some guy. Not God, some guy. So that didn't work. So then they went, we really got to buckle down and get some science done. Intelligent design. I love that title. That is such a better one. That's the best one they've come up with. Alright, so when people ask, I'm a neo-creationist and you're an intelligent designist. Yes. (laughs) It sounds like a Swedish thing. Like, I'm an intelligent design. Yeah, I like IKEA too. And versatile living solutions. What's that got to do with God? As far as I know, intelligent design is to look at the human and to look at the world. It can't be a coincidence that everything works. What are the chances an eye could happen by chance? And two of them at that. And how amazing that we need two eyes for depth perception and like the way the ear, without these things, we wouldn't be able to have our senses the way they are. (laughs) Ironically, if we didn't have hearing ever, we wouldn't know the concept and there'd still be some dickhead going, see, we've got eyes and we can taste and we can feel. I mean, how can we get through life? not being able to feel there must be a god <laughs> ow a ball just hit me in the back of the head I didn't hear that coming <laughs> it is kind of like if after a rainstorm a puddle would wake up and become conscious and just look at a hole and just be like I'm in this hole and it fits me absolutely perfectly <laughs> They must have built this hole for me. The way that me as a liquid just fits this hole perfectly. Like, I go all the way to the top. If this hole was any shallower, I would have overflowed. If it was any deeper, I'd be stuck in the hole, but I fit it perfectly. And I go to every crack, every corner. I fill it absolutely perfectly. Oh my God, I better get to church. (laughs) 
And then the puddle would assume that the one that made the hole for it, probably a puddle, because a puddle would appreciate this hole. It's gotta be someone like me, right? So obviously the god is a puddle, right? Perfect. Now with intelligent design, I remember you telling me something ages ago about a guy with a banana. Ah, uh, yes. Do you remember what his name was? Ray something. Ray Comfort. Wait, his name is Ray Comfort? Yeah, Ray Comfort and the banana. This haunts him. <laughs> really? Okay, so Ray Comfort in his infinite wisdom. We needed to prove intelligent design. Now Ray came to the rescue and he said, I can prove God exists with a banana. The atheist's worst nightmare. Do you feel the shudders of those godless heathens? That's why they don't like plantains, man. They stay away <laughs> from the banana section. They're orange people because the orange is impractical. You ever tried to eat an orange? It's just so much work. So hard to peel. You mentioned a mandarin. They get a little sketchy. Like you have a little pieces. That's a little too convenient. No, we like the dragon fruit. Atheists love dragon fruits. You can only eat the bits around the seed. Yeah, it's completely inconvenient. It's so inconvenient. What kind of godless world <laughs> could only have been made by chance? <laughs> but yeah, Ray comes along with his banana. So it takes more faith to be an atheist than it takes to believe in God, apparently. Okay, so to paint the picture for you guys, we would probably put the link up somewhere, but they're sitting on stools in front of a lake. Who takes a stool to a lake? <laughs> that is the most uncomfortable sitting. That's not a green screen, is it? I don't know, it might be. Which I like the idea that it's not real. But yeah, <laughs> so they start with, he's sitting there all with his mustache looking all confident and rather comfortable, I might say. <laughs> Ray comfortable. Ray comfortable. And he's there with his very religious sounding guy who goes, great opening line. It takes more faith to be an atheist than it does to believe in God, which I love because religion is all about faith. <laughs> it's about proving you have the most faith. And straight off the bat, they're like, atheist, man, you got to hand it to them. Yeah. <laughs> they really have more of what we're trying to have. <laughs> I'm always a fan of an opening line <laughs> when it drags you in. Really? <laughs> oh, and he's a Kiwi, isn't he? It sounds like it, eh? So he's basically trying to describe now, if you found a Coke can sitting on a rock, what are the chances that that Coke can just naturally appeared? Yeah, so there was this bubbly substance and around it came aluminium and yeah, with the can, with the pull on the top, clearly someone had to make a can of Coke. I wonder how this relates to God. Though if the world is intelligently designed, how would you tell the difference between the can of Coke and the rock? Because you'd be like, there's two things that were just made. <laughs> Because if God could make a rock, couldn't he make a can of Coke? Why is there not a Coke can tree? If God made Coke cans just appear everywhere, would the Coke company sue him? Well, no, but they would trademark him. <laughs> I mean, they already own Santa. But you can't just distribute Coke under that brand. It's more I, a branding issue. It really is. I think Bibles would get a lot further around the world because Coke has a great distribution network. <laughs> Very important. When the Coca-Cola to... Bible. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> and that guy with him is Kirk Cameron. Why does that name sound familiar? He was in stuff. I don't know. Like an actor? He was in a show. I don't know what show. He does have his own Wikipedia page. Oh, oh yeah, I've seen that face before. Okay, he was in Herbie the Love Bug. He was, he was in Full House as well. <laughs> his cousin Steve. And Growing Pains. Oh, films, let's look at films. Unstoppable. I haven't seen any of these. The Birth of Jesus. Yeah, I didn't see that either. It was <clears throat> direct to video. I wonder why he was in The Birth of Jesus and Saving Christmas. He was Uncle Kirk. I didn't know Jesus had an Uncle Kirk. Apparently he did. Not only did Jesus exist, I'm his uncle. <laughs> and in the manger, Mary did give forth the son of God. And the uncle said, sweet, a nephew. <laughs>
Okay, so we believe he was in things. He did pretty alright on TV for a little bit by the looks. So he was from Growing Pains seemed to be his big thing. So he was in like 167 episodes. I'm assuming he was a main character. Yeah, so the guy from Growing Pains. I don't know exactly which one, but the guy was in 167 episodes. And he was in Kirk, whatever that is. Probably about him. It didn't look like it went for long. 31 episodes. I'm assuming that there were only 31 episodes because it'd be weird if they continued the show without him. Yes, that'd be kind of weird. <laughs> I was in Touch by an Angel. Very important. Of course, the religious guy was in Touch by an Angel. Yeah, I was in the episode The Birthday Present. Was he the birthday present? Uh, or was he getting a birthday present? <laughs> the he birthday was... present was Faith. Praise the Lord. He's a reoccurring host. <laughs> uh, Way of the Master. I wonder what that's about. Oh, I know what that's about. That's a Christian show. I think that he goes around and talks about Jesus and stuff. Yeah, this is yeah. very much the whole uh, creationism. This is how they spread it. It's on Christian TV. Surprise. Now, this is what's fun about this one. So we're talking about The Way of the Master. They released an album which got the FBI or someone raided, the government raided and took away copies of it because the cover of it was a million dollar bill and some woman tried to cash it in at a bank. <laughs> so they had to take him because it's like essentially printing <laughs> illegal money. Is that it up there? <laughs> yep. Let's have a look at this picture. A million dollar bill doesn't even exist. Exactly. The United States Secret Service seized 8,300 copies of the million dollar bill track printed by <clears throat> these guys because a woman in North Carolina attempted to deposit it. Oh, that's awesome. I love that. I love so now they're going to put on it, this is not legal tender. <laughs> yeah. Actually, they already had that. It said on it, million dollar bill. This is not legal tender. Still took it into a bank and said, I'd like to deposit this. And the Secret Service had to take a bunch of copies. Really? Because that album we made, like, didn't we put the cover on like a million dollar bill with like... Yeah, because... Didn't we do that? Because I just ordered like 3,000 of these damn things. Are you telling me we can't distribute them or the the government's going to take them down? Oh, no. I put my life savings into that (laughs) album. What are we going to do? I'll throw them in the bin. No, no, no. I think the easiest way to deal with this is just to make... (laughs) the government accepted as legal tender. People would want a million dollar bill with you giving me like a thumbs up and me sort of holding up a beer like you want one. That'd be the perfect Australian million dollar bill. Perfect. We've already got it. (laughs) We put Paul Hogan in the middle. (laughs) What more do you want? We actually invested in a real mint machine. We're going to distribute this. This is what we were trying to do. It's going to be a great way to release the album. You give us 30 bucks, we give you a million dollars. What's to lose? You'd be an idiot not to buy it. Because we've always had this idea that we're going to set up a commune one day so we want to get the economy flowing now when we start the wiki review or the humidor commune when you we... can come that's legal tender you can spend it there absolutely on whatever you want whatever we're selling we don't know we're hoping you guys will do most of the work and we just like sit in our houses and we'll rule over you it's like disney dollars <laughs> just makes it fun okay so back to ray and his explanation so far he's told us that coke cans don't happen through nature which that's true that is true you got to hand it to him he's talking truth now he's holding the banana in a very sexual manner I'd like to put out but that's probably irrelevant and he's saying well coke cans don't happen in nature but the banana does but if you look at how a banana is shaped look how easy it is to peel look at how easy it is to hold it's like the banana was made for our hand not like our hand was made for the banana it's not like our <coughs> hands evolved from I don't know what's an animal that eats bananas monkeys right <laughs> it's not like we evolved from an animal that held bananas like a monkey that's ridiculous clearly the banana was made for 
for the human hand, that which is the mirror of God, because <laughs> God loves bananas. He's very big on potassium. He does make a good point that there has to be some design in there. It's not like it could have happened completely by chance. At which this point, I would point out that everything on a farm is not real. It was bred by humans. <laughs> everything we eat was bred by us to be that way. If you look at what wheat originally was, it was a straw of grass with one little seed on the end. You'd look at that and go, what's that rat's tail grass? We should burn that. That's a mm. weed. Wheat now, you look at it, it's that huge cob with all the grains mm. on it. That is humans from hundreds of years cultivating. And I don't know, how do you describe, what's the thing when something changes over time through breeding? Um, oh yeah. Evolution? Yeah. <laughs> so humans originally, it's they saw this thing and they just chew it up and, you know, have a little seed and you'd have to eat a thousand of them to get any kind of meal. We've got that down to about 10. We're doing quite good. If you saw what the chicken was before we started, have you ever eaten a magpie? <laughs> That's what we're talking about. Yeah, and bananas were like these little black gooey things. These and they're things. horrible. We made it that way. They'd we be- put carotene in carrots to make them orange. Carrots are meant to be black. Really? Yeah. Holy crap, I didn't know that. <laughs> you know, I never thought you'd teach me something about science. <laughs> I know. And here I am. Maybe God does have an intelligent design to this world. <laughs> so there are things that happen in nature, but shit that happens on farms, that's not nature. Oh my God, this thing is really good for humans to eat. You're not talking about the things that aren't good for humans to eat that we don't farm, that we didn't make that way over years of trying. And bananas too, they have a really quick cycle of life because they come out of suckers out of the ground. So that happens really quickly. We got to this banana through a lot of evolution and that's why God exists. (laughs) And he goes on to say that you can see like you peel it back because the top of it, it's like the Coke can ring. That's where the analogy comes in now. (laughs) Yes, and that's why he brought up a Coke can. And I don't know about anyone else, but have you ever had the pull tab not work and it just kind of half breaks and you're like, now it's trapped in there forever. Much the same as a banana when it's a little bit too ripe and you take that little knob and you try to pull it off and then you're just left with this mushy piece of crap stuck inside and you can't squeeze bananas out of the tube like toothpaste it turns out. (laughs) It doesn't work out like you'd hope. It's really awkward and a lot of like grainy crap gets in it. The one thing that's missing from the Coke can analogy is on the can it says Coca-Cola and has all sorts of writing. If banana said banana up the side. (laughs) I'm pretty sure we'd have to believe in God. But then again, it's been bred. There's a cow at Disneyland that has the Mickey Mouse symbol on the side of it. That's true. Does that mean that God exists and we should worship Disney? I think that's what Disney wants you to think. (laughs) I think Disney's working very hard to get that concept along. They claim that Jesus did it. I mean, they know they did it, but they claim that Jesus did it. (laughs) They know their audience. I think we've proven what Ray Comfort is comfortable talking about. Check out the video if you haven't already. I know we've talked about it in a previous episode. God knows which one. Actually, I don't think we have. Sure we have. I don't know. We talk about a lot of things. Do you remember much from the previous episodes? I remember nothing from the previous episodes. Actually, you know the story that I write as the show notes on each episode? Anyone who is a diehard fan, if you check out the Facebook, we have a little blurb, but each podcast release has an actual paragraph, which Ben writes, spends a lot of time making this absolute gibberish. Well, that's what I was thinking. What if I read one now from like a random previous episode and we see if we can figure out what we talked about and what the hell I'm talking about? I'm game. How do we do this? Are you going to get it off? I'll just get it on my phone. Yeah. Okay. So what episode should I pick? pick Nothing one. before wrestling because <laughs> I didn't do it then. Right, just pick one. Don't even tell me which one because I want to see if I can figure out what it is because... I do want to see if you can figure out what it is on top of that. I don't yeah. know if this is going to help. 
<laughs> yeah, I know it won't. That's why it's gonna be hilarious. And just looking at YouTube while we do this, one of the things that comes up is how zoology disproves Noah. Flashback <laughs> to what we were just talking about. A zoologist has already gone into it and figured out that you can't fit all those animals on that boat. <laughs> I'm not gonna watch the 20 minute video they've uploaded to prove this, especially because the guy kind of looks like Penn from Penn and Teller. He does a little bit. Yeah, if he was- It possibly with... could be Penn. It probably is. Mixing with Rob Zombie, that's what this zoologist looks like. Okay, show notes, go. <laughs> oh my God, I don't even know. I've just started reading this in the first sentence. I'm like, what the fuck does that even mean? <laughs> well, first of all, should I skip the first sentence because it's Ben and Garth review the Wikipedia page for- Yeah, straight into- That's the sentence you've got to try and complete at the end of this. Okay. Okay, hold this jelly bean. <laughs> What? <laughs> Hold this j- No, no, that's- Do you want to know the episode? Because I don't know if you're going to be able to do that. Yeah, I heard one thing I already give up. Okay, this is social experiment. Really? <laughs> we did that? I don't even remember doing social experiment. Hold this jelly bean. <laughs> I have no idea what that refers to. No. Apparently we talked about it. If a listener out there, feel free to go listen to that episode again and tell us what the fuck we were talking about. What's the next thing? Let's see if we can get any of this. <laughs> Sorry, Garth's ego needs to interrupt. Doesn't matter though, Ben picked this episode. So I picked that one. I picked social... What does my ego have to... You apparently had an ego in that one, dude. I have an ego in everyone. That's nothing out of the norm. Yeah, I just copy and paste that on every episode. <laughs> it literally just from... talks about Garth's you go every time. Don't even listen to it. It's just an obvious fact. <laughs> Stamford prison experiment. I know what that is. And sleep mixed with snakes. I remember that we were talking about what if you throw a snake on someone while they're asleep, that's an experiment. I think you were saying something about like social experiments where like someone's asleep and then like you just throw a snake on them and go, <laughs> it's science. <laughs> That's social experiment. Yeah, there's a thin line between a social experiment and a prank show. Yeah. <laughs> Blurry face always means guilty. Oh, that's because we were watching footage of people doing the prank slash social experiment. And the people who would steal the money in the experiment, they blurred out their face before it happened. Boom. But not a burka. So, oh yeah, you don't having have a to... burka doesn't mean that they're guilty. Okay. Yeah, it's the social experiments we were watching. Because yeah, we watched a lot of YouTube videos in that one. We did. There was a lot of good stuff on people doing social experiments. Uh, would you feel stupid? Stupid if you are facing the wrong way. I think that was referring to an experiment that they did. Well, practical joke, same thing. Yeah, potato, potato. Where they went into an elevator and there were a bunch of people facing the back. Oh, that's and right. And then when someone walked in, they would just face the back of the elevator just to fit in like everyone else. That's right, yes. That is a social experiment because everyone faces the way everyone else faces. So if you face the other way, it fucks everyone else up. In men versus women, dude, you're screwed. Yeah, women always win. And that's also a clever one because we talked about a show called Dude, You're Screwed where someone gets dropped in the middle of nowhere. I think you brought that up. You said you've seen some episodes of it. Mm. Yes, that's a little crossover of two things we talked about. Very clever, Ben. Kung Pao. The movie Kung Pao. Enter the Fist. Tracy. Oh, Tracy was the chick on that show. What would you do? She was a great actress. You're a big fan of Tracy. Mm. Maybe the show, but definitely Tracy. Tree money. Oh yeah, because there was that experiment where they put all the notes money on, on a, a tree. On yeah. A tree. I only remember that because I told people about it after you told me about it. Wallets, which is probably just returning wallets. We watched a heap of those. And Humble 
donations. Oh, when you offer to give money to the, the poor people for their dog. Was that it? I don't know. Probably. Let's just go with that. You can't kill yourself or others to get famous anymore. Oh, yeah, because they don't tell you who killers are. Oh, yeah. So you can't get famous off a murder. The guy who took your kids is named Joey Salad. Oh, yeah, because that guy named Joey Salad did a whole bunch of, like, coercing kids to see if kids would follow a stranger. I think we did a whole huge rant about how he's just a pedophile. And that's how you be a pedophile. You tell people, I got this show. And then when you report him to the cops and just like, this guy took my kids. What's his name? Joey Salad. Okay, that's a fake name, ma'am. <laughs> and he released clues of where they are every time he does a new YouTube video. But do you still have that jelly bean I gave you at the start? The fuck is the jelly beans about? I think that does actually remind me where there was that experiment with kids where they'd give him a jelly bean. Now I remember everything. They give him the jelly bean. They say, if you have this at the end, we'll give you a bag of jelly beans. <clears throat> and we went on to a whole thing about beating up kids and taking their jelly beans and <clears throat> then taking the bag of jelly beans and bringing those jelly beans forward to get even more bags of jelly beans. In other words, how if I was a six-year-old kid, how I would rot the system. So that's what I did on this, where I get the joke now that I was going for, where I start by saying, hold this jelly bean. And then when you get to the end of this whole thing, it's, do you still have the jelly bean? Haha, <laughs> I like a callback from a couple of months ago. So I write those for every episode. See how much effort he puts in? You can look at this episode right now, and I've done one for that. And you'll be like, hey, there's a thing in it about this thing you're doing right now. There's definitely something in there about bananas. <laughs> It'll probably be like Coke can banana. I was thinking Ray Comfortable. We said that earlier. Yeah, that's That's okay. probably going to make it into that. Rays of comfort. <laughs> oh, no, something stupid. <laughs> Or all of the above. Oh, okay. So back to creationism, because we're not done yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the thing we're talking about. I thought we were reminiscing about other episodes we've done. I told you, we can only do one flashback episode a season, <laughs> the same as every other show. Could we just do that where we do one episode where we just remember all the previous episodes we've ever done? <laughs> Whenever we can't meet up, that's just what we'll do. Just put together <laughs> a bunch of old stuff. People won't even notice. We always talk about the same crap anyways. Anyone who's been paying attention knows it doesn't matter what the topic is. We're going to do a Matrix reference. Someone's <laughs> gonna say something about the Terminator. Hey, I haven't brought up bed knobs and broomsticks in ages. Just did! <laughs> and tick for another episode. That's three in a row, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> okay, so anyways, creationism. Geocentrism. This is the next thing. This is the concept that the Earth is in the center. That was blasphemy to say the Earth wasn't in the center of the universe. Well, this is the strange thing, though, that I think science has proven that this is correct, though. In infinity, the circumference is nowhere, the center is everywhere. The Earth is the center of the universe, but so is everywhere else. Am I going to hell now? No, they're going to burn you at the stake and then you're going to hell. Sweet. Crispy. Though it's back in the olden days, so you die of like five different executions. You get like hung and then disemboweled and then burnt and then drowned, and which then, puts you out. And then a knife stabs you in the balls a couple of times. <laughs> well, it would be painful, but great for my ego. <laughs> <laughs> I would hate a method of death where they show me anything that's inside me before I die. <laughs> anything that gets taken out of me that's meant to be inside me, I don't need to see that. I read a thing. You know, they talk about how capital punishment is cruel you know the electric chair is cruel the lethal injection is cruel these are all painful there's problems with them grenade <laughs> it turns out that if you put a grenade right next to your head you would die before you feel anything because okay. the shockwave the power of it moves quicker than your pain senses your head would go all over the walls you would feel nothing there is no way to test this and have anyone be able to say yeah no I didn't feel anything but I like that idea the safest most humane way to kill someone is duct tape a grenade to their head and then pull the pin and run away. Well, the way how I figure you'd make it work is you'd have a room where they walk up and there's this box 
like contraption that has a neck hole <laughs> and they close it and lock you in and then there's like this open space where in front of you there's this little shoot and then you see a grenade drop in front of you ding 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 and then it just goes poof <laughs> so when you see that grenade drop that's gotta fuck with you I think the idea put it behind the head so you don't know when it happens that would fix that no, I don't know if I'd want a grenade duct tape to my head because <laughs> that's the most humane way we can kill you <laughs> we've thought it through we've talked to psychologists and doctors and you're not gonna feel a thing your head is gonna go everywhere you're gonna paint the walls with your mm-hmm. organs and brains but you won't feel anything scientifically it can be worked out to show that's true but I don't want to be the guy they test that on or ever do to just throwing <laughs> it out there <laughs> Well, surely they'd make, like, a custom grenade. So what if they made, like, a grenade helmet? Oh, knowing them, they'd probably fuck it up and it'd just make it worse. Because is it humane if they fuck it up? If they blow off, like, half your head? Yeah, that'd be pretty fuck. No, no, best way to go out, Dr. Strangelove style. I want to ride the bomb. <laughs> Come on, that's cool. You're on a bomb falling to Earth. You know when it hits, it's going to blow up. And it's going to blow up so fast and quick that you won't feel anything. But you get to ride a bomb. That would be pretty awesome. They tape you to a bomb. They you wouldn't even have to tape you because <clears throat> what are you going to do? fall splat on the ground it's in your interest to stay on that bomb true <laughs> they drop you out of a plane and that's your execution it's a pretty good way to go actually it is any last words okay drop the hatches let's go the only part that gets to me is I, I really don't like falling that wouldn't be fun for me either I'm not a falling fan but you give me a cowboy hat and I'm on board I've heard the fact that when you're in zero gravity the sensation feels like you're constantly falling when I heard that that really bummed me out because I'm like I want to do zero gravity but I I hate the falling thing. I don't want to feel like I'm constantly falling. No, that sounds like it would make me sick. And that's why they call the plane that does the zero gravity the vomit comet. I've always wanted to do that and not vomit. <laughs> that's your goal. I want oh. to achieve both those goals, not one. Everyone throws <coughs> up on this. I'm going to be the guy who doesn't. Meanwhile, there is nothing about you or me that would make that possible. You have no special skill that would prevent that. It would be nice not to be the per. Actually, no, I wouldn't mind throwing up because you'd feel better. And then your vomit's floating around. I want to be on a different flight to you though because <laughs> you know I'm going to shepherd it towards you I mean it's my vomit I don't really care if it gets on me but that's someone else's vomit you don't want to touch that no I've always wanted to be up there with my wang out <laughs> just to watch it in zero gravity I always wondered what zero gravity sex would be like that's an interesting one isn't it because you got to kind of grab onto each other assuming we're doing it not on a table like be with the chick like in the middle of the room <laughs> like you got to be floating like an egg and you just got to hold on for dear life but that motion of the pounding wouldn't that somehow because that's body weights going around. You'd eventually hit a wall. Yeah, but you try and keep going, I guess. You need straps. Some you need some sort of assistance. Some sort of bondage equipment is required. Because <clears throat> what if you just got like an Oki strap <laughs> and put it around each other and just <laughs> went from there? <laughs> it's not the friction of gravity. It's the friction of the Oki strap. There you go. <laughs> Basically, you got to tie her up and she's got to tie you up. You need a lasso. Back to the cowboy hat. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is just making it more fun. But then again, yes, you'd be having sex and that's great. But you'd still feel like you're falling. And I've always thought like, you know, they say like, okay, you know, when the plane's going down, everyone's going to die. You know, everyone talks about, well, you'd have sex for the last time. If you're falling out of a plane and you happen to be right beside your wife and it's like, this is it. This is the end. We're falling five miles. We could have sex right now. We have just enough time to finish. I don't think I could get it up in that time. It would be hard to perform under that pressure. Okay. Imagine you're on the giant drop at Dreamworld. Could you get an erection? No. <laughs> It's a very quick ride, though. That is. Maybe you would, after a while, sort of balance out. See, that's the problem. You could never test this because how long can you fall and not die? You just got to ask astronauts. Mm. So you guys done it up there? Do you reckon any of them wake up in the middle of the night and be like, oh, do you ever get that sensation that you're not falling? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I'm falling. It's fine. (laughs) 
You know, like uh, when sailors come back from being at sea for a long time, they got their sea legs and they have to readjust to Earth. Being an astronaut, you come back and you're like, I literally don't feel like I'm falling and that's what makes me sick. <laughs> that's the most horrible thought I can think of. There's also the muscle atrophy. Oh, yeah, and then other problems. There's a whole bunch of crap and cancer and so forth. It's really not good to be out in space. Yeah, turns it's not out, good for your health at all. Turns out we're somehow designed for this planet. <laughs> or was this planet designed for us? Haha. <laughs> Either way, it's not very intelligent. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't the greatest idea. Okay, omphalos hypothesis. Omphalos. Omphalos. Who gives a crap? Um, omphalosis. Umpalumpa? Umphalos? You know what? No one cares. Umphalos is good. There, let's go with that. Umphalos. Yeah, argues that in order for the world to be functional, God must have created a mature earth with mountains and canyons, rocks, strata, da, 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 da. He invented it five minutes ago. We yeah, went through that, this. Yeah, we already did say this. They all <laughs> sort of overlap. It was called Last Thursdayism, as in the world was created last Thursday. It's just that all that crap was put in. Well, the time's arbitrary. I've heard the argument of what if it was made last year or five minutes, minutes ago, ago or, or two seconds ago. It doesn't matter. The point is, if you say that God made the earth with everything aged, then it could have happened any time, right? What if God's going to make the world in five minutes and this is just the fake history? What I like about this is the correlation between creationism and the matrix. I was bound to say it sooner or later. <laughs> there was something I read about the matrix defense. This is something that's been used in courts of law many a times. The matrix defense. A person who has killed someone or done something has said, it doesn't matter that I did it because I'm in the matrix. <laughs> and it works. You get to plead insanity. It's a great way to plead insanity. Really? I'm going to use that. Yeah, it means that you do not see a prison, you see a psychiatric ward. And then bingo bango, you suddenly feel better and you get to leave. Because everyone was put in the matrix with this prehistory. Same as creationism. If the world was made five minutes ago, then everyone who's in jail, do you have to let them go? Absolutely. Because none of them committed the crime. No one did anything wrong ever. And everyone who's ever gotten a Nobel Peace Prize, you'd have to take away from them. You did nothing good in your life. But then do you own anything? Because you never bought any of the stuff you own. Yeah, but then no one owns anything. There's no such thing as a government. The government has no power. That I didn't vote for them. <laughs> that didn't actually happen. That was like a dream. I think we're borderlining on nihilism now, which closely relates to creationism. I'm pretty sure it's the same thing. I reckon if we found out the earth was made five minutes ago, everyone would just be happy to be like, eh, but everyone owns this stuff still. It does make it a completely invalid argument. Okay, all this stuff was done five minutes ago. Yeah, but I'm already here. <laughs> what, I'm gonna go do stuff? The cops still have guns. They still have the memory of their training. I'm pretty sure the politicians are still gonna rock up to parliament. I'm so and I still have to go to work on Monday. <laughs> Even if I've never been there before and it was only invented five minutes ago. And this is the best argument for all this crap, whether it be five minutes ago creationism, Big Bang Theory. That's all well and good. We could argue to death what's right and wrong. Doesn't actually change our life in any way whatsoever. There is nothing I have to do differently because of this. We're all made out of stardust. Yeah, but I still have to get up in the morning to go to work. Can you fix that? <laughs> any religion or science that can mean that I don't have to go to work on Monday, I got your back. What do you need? Basically, any science that's not robots, you don't care. Exactly. <laughs> Where's the politician? Where's the scientist who's making it so we don't have to work? Where's the communist state? Where's the Wally world where we all get to live on a ship and not move and eat? Was it <clears throat> cupcake Sundays? That would be awesome. Yeah, the cup, the liquid cupcakes. Yeah, liquid cupcakes and <clears throat> robots do everything for me. Where's the guy doing that? Yeah, I want to get fat in a chair and make the robots figure out what to do with my poo. First politician to get up and go buy my second term there will be no employment <laughs> and fuck it I'm gonna fix death too no one's gonna die no one's gonna work everyone's gonna sip liquid cupcakes I'm voting for that guy oh yeah I get so much television watched <laughs> 
it would mean that all the shows are made by robots. That'd be great. I love Lucy with a robot. Lucy, you have some explaining to do. <laughs> and if you want to work, they can set up this hologram so you think you're working. <laughs> but what you're doing is completely useless. And in no way will it give you any physical activity. You'll still be a fat, useless bastard. Yeah, you're just sort of like jacked into the matrix. So you're still sitting in your chair the whole time. And while you work, you can drink cupcakes. Hey, hey. <laughs> All right, so we've talked extensively about the Christian because creationism is Christianity. But there's more to creationism than the Christians. The Hindus have a belief that we've completely never heard of because they've never tried to teach it in schools mainly. Isn't it on like a turtle or some elephants or some shit like that? Yeah, totally. They go way beyond because Christians say 10,000 years and scientists say, was it 60 billion years? Hindus think it might be trillions of years ago that the earth was created. Sure, why not? We're throwing out numbers. Biggest number wins. <laughs> uh, it's fun to make fun of Hindus. So the next one is Islam. Okay, after that... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not touching that one. And I'll quickly go over there. I'll take the terrorism. They can terrorist me. All right, cool. Continue um, on your continuous quest to get... <laughs> I just want the attention. <laughs> I just want someone to try and suicide bomb me just once. <laughs> I want to be considered worthy of it. Uh, if anyone out there is able to get a fatwa on Ben, let <laughs> us know. Give us a five-star rating and in your review say, I've managed to get a fatwa on him and you may win a prize. Well, if I provide the prizes, you're not going to get one for killing me. I thought you might appreciate that. They gave us five stars. What are you, an animal? They say evolutionary creation which is a very vague thing of like well which one do you believe in then <laughs> uh, they reckon that yeah Christianity has a corrupt view of God's message that has Crazy. nothing to do with science so they just think that yeah but they pretty much just follow the Abrahamic religion <laughs> the same thing but they're a little more open to yeah you can believe what you want as long as you know that Allah is king <laughs> instead of taking one rib he took a couple of extra so he could have multiple lives <laughs> Man, that guy's got an exposed organ or two. <laughs> then the next one is something that I can't pronounce, so you can read that one. I'll read Judaism, that's easy. <laughs> Ahmadiyya? Ahmadiyya. I know that I'm offending someone, possibly. Yeah, that's awful. I'm offended by that. I'm on your side, whatever Garth is mispronouncing. <laughs> if you don't like my pronunciation of it, please give us a review with five stars mentioning so. <laughs> <laughs> They interpret scripture of the Quran. So this is a kind of Muslim-y thing. Concept of macro-evolution and give precedence to scientific theories. So this is kind of like the more science of the Muslims. Okay, so they're kind of Muslim. Let's skip that one. Judaism! I was going to read that. Sorry, sorry. So what's the next one, Ben? Judaism! Ah, oh, good pronunciation. Cool, you can read the actual text. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so we've been very careful about the Muslims. So these stupid Jews, right? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, they can take a joke because they write most of them. <laughs> Once again, they're exactly the same as Christians in this the diehard guys who are like down to the Cora. I managed to cross the Torah with the Quran. That's not to be done ever by anyone. So they have the diehard guys who are like, oh, yeah, exactly what's in the Torah is correct and we should only believe that and you should go out of your way to prove that. And there are other guys who are like, well, you know, actually, I'm Einstein. I won a Nobel Peace Prize. More Jews have won science prizes than any other religion. Oh, really? Disproportionate. If you look at it, Jews have a very high percentage in the Nobel Prizes. Good for them. Yeah, good on them. They're helping. <laughs> <laughs> but there are those of them who don't. That's pretty much what they believe. <laughs> in other words, they're an arguing people. They love a good debate. <laughs> and good on them for that. How come Asians are all poor in their country, but over here they're doctors? Well, it's because all the rich... Anyone who had enough money left. Fair enough. That makes sense. <laughs> all right, so you see how hard an Asian person works, right? Imagine there's like two billion of them, and you've got to compare 
compete at work mm. against them. How the hell are you gonna make any money? You have to be a super, oh my god, I just saw this week. A Chinese kid solved three Rubik's Cubes while juggling them. Oh really? In That's five gotta, minutes. That's gotta be on YouTube. I just saw it this week and it blew my mind because it's showing something way beyond what I'm capable of. That kid Simultaneously, yeah, this kid. Yeah, a 12 year old boy from China solves Rubik's Cubes while juggling it. Is this an ad or is this? It kind of looks like an ad. No, it's a video. Okay, so this kid set a Guinness World Record, which I thought they stopped doing those. No, they still do those. Oh yeah, they just stopped measuring penises or something. Yeah, they stopped doing the gross records. <laughs> Alright, so it's like a Asian host on an Asian show. They interview the kid. Alright, they press go on the timer. This kid starts juggling three Rubik's Cubes, which that's already hard to do. Juggling three Rubik's Cubes. And he's trying to twist it all. Yeah, so he's solving them while juggling them. Keeping track of three of them. He's got to know how they're mixed up. They can't be randomly mixed up. No, he does. They showed how they made sure they weren't fraudulent Rubik's Cubes. And this is like autism on a higher level <laughs> than we could possibly understand. Not only that, he's doing it on television with a room full of people watching him in really cold silence and his father's looking at him very discerningly. It's like, do it better. You <laughs> did it in three minutes of practice. <laughs> gonna hit you so hard when you get home. I'm so disappointed at how slow you were. Just even figuring out the concept of like, I couldn't even juggle cubes. If his eyesight is that good, why does he need glasses? <laughs> They paused it because while he was juggling, one hit another one and he just kept going like it was nothing. He's like a robot. This is why they're rich here and poor there. So it's not a count up timer, it's a count down timer. That's right. He, so wait, there was a previous record for this? This has been done before? What's the bet it's another Asian? I don't think any Irish guy's ever done this. What is a record that is so obscure that no one has ever done it where doing it for any length of time is the longest in the world? Unfortunately, I think they've all been covered. You have to get really creative. Because there was the Simpsons bit where Homer's like, what's the longest time anyone's gone? Blah, 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 blah. Six years, 28 days. I'll oh, screw it. <laughs> I'll just play this banjo with this cobra. Uh, it's already been done. And if you did, technically the cobra would get the record. <laughs> so yeah, so this kid juggles Rubik's Cubes while solving them. How insane is that? He's only got 22 seconds. I'm kind of invested. <laughs> you don't think he'll do it? Come on, kid. I, well, yeah, I know he does it, but I want to pretend I don't. He is cutting it And boom, done. With 12 seconds left. Out of, I think he did out of five minutes and 20 seconds. How is that possible? Oh, when he grows up, he is going to get so little pussy. <laughs> Don't ever come to a, like a Western country because people will bully the crap out of you. Nerd. <laughs> I hold a Guinness World Record. What, for being the biggest dork? Now, I do speak a little bit of Chinese, <laughs> but none of the words that they're saying right now. Yeah, they're not saying chow mein, are they? <laughs> no, no. Anything that I know is on a menu. <laughs> I know satay chicken, <laughs> sweet and sour pork. Spring roll. Special fried rice. They're not saying any of these. It's pronounced flied lice. <laughs> Uh, it's just that they're speaking a different dialect to you. That's all. It's regional. <laughs> so yeah, so there's a kid who did something I can't even imagine doing. And that's what he did with his life. And you know what? When he grows up, he's probably going to clean toilets. Because he's living in China, where that's the standard. <laughs> that guy comes <clears throat> over here. He just walks into any job. He goes, yeah, I can solve three Rubik's Cubes while juggling. What do you need? What do you want to do? You're overqualified to work anywhere in Australia. <laughs> How can we compete with that? And that's why they're doctors. So what? I can play a game on my phone while I watch TV. <laughs> you can't do either well. <laughs> <laughs> I keep dying and the pigs keep my eggs. <laughs> 
<laughs> and then I don't remember what happened on the show. <laughs> uh, fuck it, it's that stupid Redbird's fault. Just explode or lay <laughs> eggs or do something. Give me one of the fat guys. They make it easy. Yeah. <laughs> Split into other birds, I don't care. Just don't be a stupid, like, nothing Redbird. <laughs> Alright, are we done? Yeah, we're done. Wrap her up. Okay, so <laughs> that's a kid juggling three Rubik's Cubes. And that concludes creationism. <laughs> <laughs> that's how we all got here. Let's take this as a test. He juggled three Rubik's Cubes while solving them. Does that disprove or prove intelligent design? Well, yeah, that kid couldn't have evolved by accident. Yeah, that's a very specific... Evolution. Yeah, I'm pretty sure human race can stop now. That was the point. That's what God's grand plan was. I see why he had to have Hitler now. I see how it led to that kid. Because something to do with communism through China... I don't know. I don't care. I think I'm done with this page. Ben, what did you think of this page? I do like this, actually, before we go off it. There's a picture of... You know you have the fish, which is the Jesus fish. Jesus fish. People put on the back of their car. Yeah, and then someone makes the Darwin fish. Which is the fish with legs. Which is the fish with legs. Very clever. Someone's made the truth fish, which is eating the Darwin fish. (laughs) (laughs) Ironically, that does explain why we don't have fish with legs, because other fish eat them. That's evolution. They were eaten by the truth. Not only are you expressing your religion, you're also putting down someone else's. Simultaneously. And here's a, the fossils say no. This is a card that says that fossils disprove evolution. Okay. All right. Well, that's stupid. That is stupid. All of this has been pretty on the stupid side. Well, I do think that this page has been intelligently designed. It has been put together quite well. I'll agree with you on that. I mean, it does use the word pseudo a lot. <laughs> Everything is like pseudo-archaeology, pseudo-history, pseudo-scientific. If I search on this page, find pseudo. So it says pseudo on here 14 times. That's all pseudo-science. Pseudo-history. Pseudo-linguistics. Pseudo-linguistics? I don't know, there was such a thing, but I can't wait to do the page. Uh, pseudo-science, pseudo-scientific, pseudo-scientific. That's oh, where 14 times it's mentioned. Okay, let's say you've never heard of it, and someone said, you need to try creationism. It's a real thing, it's a real science. Go look at the Wikipedia page. Well, you say it's a real science, but it constantly refers to itself as a pseudoscience. This uh. disproves creationism, <clears throat> and somehow that proves there is a god. <laughs> I'm pretty convinced from that. Alright, well... Let's see, I'll give my ranking out of how old the Earth actually is. So I'll go, how old is the Earth? Now, the real question is, which answer are you going to take? Probably this big one that came up on Google. Yeah. 4.543 billion years. So my ranking is going to be out of 4.5. I'm just going to go 4.5. Getting too tongue-twisted saying the whole thing. So out of 4.5 billion, I would give this... Ah, uh, 10,000 years. Because <laughs> that's more realistic. <laughs> hey, I could have said six days, so be happy. <laughs> and I give it this rating mostly because of the joke. I mean, I do like the page. It's all right. It's definitely entertaining. Yeah, I do like talking about, well, not religion, creationism. <laughs> Alternative scientific views, even if they're pseudo. <laughs> so yeah, what rating would you give this? Ah, oh, I thought it was a nonstop thrill ride. I love this page. Like you said, it's fun looking at pseudo anything. Oh my god. I would have to give this a Rubik's Cube out of a possible neo-creationism. <laughs> which is a high rating. See, I'll still remember neo-creationism as Nazi creationism. <laughs> it's stuck in there. Neo-Nazi creationism. Ooh, that's forward thinking. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I love this page because anyone that goes out of their way to argue something that... I mean, the proof is 
totally against you. This goes back to David Icke. It doesn't matter how wrong you are. In fact, the more wrong you are and the more adamant you are you are correct, the more I respect you as a human being. I love that. And for that reason alone, the amount of attempts, the amount of angles they've taken, they've tried to get it into schools. They got banned. They tried again. Got banned. They're just taking it from any angle. I love it. You guys are committed to the bit and I appreciate that. If mm. you believed it was a joke but still played it out, I'd respect you more the fact that you actually believe it well you're sticking to the bit good for you <laughs> that's what I think of this page so I guess we'll wrap it up and just plug the usual things we have the YouTube channel we do yeah which we've just put out recently we've mentioned Ben the ghost haven't we yeah that sounds like something we did yeah well, well that's out if we haven't mentioned it and There's also Ben the ghost out guys check it out check out Ben the ghost that's good we've also got public domain confessions episode 2 boom so if you like the first one which had Robin Hood Dracula and a Martian. We got new characters still played by Garth. That's right. This is six versions of me. How great can it get? And yeah, you got Merlin, Achilles, and a clown. And we really got our shit together on this one. Like the first episode, we're just fucking around. This is business. Like that's a good episode. Yeah, I'm actually going to watch this one. <laughs> <laughs> it is out. Check it out. It's really good. Enjoy that. Yeah, you will notice with our YouTube channel, we are getting our shit together a bit. Like there has been definitely a progression of our stuff getting better as time going on. <laughs> we figured out how cameras work. Yeah, it's awesome. So check it out, leave comments, subscribe, hit that like thing, all of that crap and be awesome. Please. Yeah, I mentioned also rating this podcast, go onto iTunes or wherever you get this podcast and just let us know. And if you rate us on anything, including the YouTube channel, so long as you give us like likes and full marks on everything, you'll be in the running to win a $50 Amazon gift voucher. And I've already given one away. Boom. So give us a rating and make it five stars. Give us full marks on anything. And if we like your rating, you're in with the chance to win a $50 Amazon gift voucher. And remember the most kiss arsey one wins. The better things you say about us, the more you can exaggerate, the higher your chances are of winning. So get in there. On that like two episodes ago now, that afterthought thing that I did where I mentioned the reviews, because I realized that I promised that I would mention a prize and then I sort of didn't because I didn't actually have one organized when we recorded that episode. I read a review that you hadn't heard yet. Oh. Do you remember that one? It's not a great one. Ah. It says eh, it's alright. And then it says rhubarb a bunch of times. Oh, cool. By the Magical Furnace. The Magical Furnace. Good for them. Hey, five stars. I don't care. <laughs> that was my thoughts too. Rhubarb, eh? I wonder if that's a slam back from Mickey. I have no idea who that is, but we did say wiki review. He, he should have said, uh, ain't it rich. But I know Mickey already did his thing. Oh, he did, didn't he? So it's not him. Plus, why would he do it anonymously? That's true. He has the balls to flat out slam us. At least we got five stars. Yeah, I don't really care past that. That's nice of them. So thank you, Magical Furnace. Rhubarb, it'll put you in the running. <laughs> Didn't mention my name in a positive light, so there's marks taken off for that. But I do like rhubarb with custard, so that does bring it back up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it won't win. I'm not <laughs> spending 50 bucks on that review. <laughs> I'm just going to spend it on rhubarb. I don't think Amazon even has rhubarb. Well, now I just want rhubarb. Um, so yeah, we'll probably wrap it up there. I've been Ben Graw. I've been Garth Remington. And we'll catch you on the next episode. See you in science class or church or science church or whatever. Just see ya. Oh crap, I forgot. Go to humidor.com.au. Find all our stuff there. Boom. Okay, now we're up. Find Humidor on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and at humidor.com.au. Theme is I Live for the Bass Drum by DJ Searle. All other music by Matt Graw. Thank you.
Yabba da zabba da bibbidi bop, now you're pregnant. 